1: Seen the show opening from uh, the viewpoint of our listeners. Um, so I was thinking, um, how about I go over over here to the spectating area inside our virtual hangar? Okay. And I spectate while you do the show opening. <laughs> Sound like fun? All
0: right, here we go. Are you ready? Okay. Okay, here we go.
1: Wait, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Popcorn.
0: No, po- popcorn? <laughs> popcorn. Third Why do row, I get popcorn? Third row. Who, who made this decision?
1: <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah, put it on my tab. My tab. Yeah.
0: Great. Okay. Today is July 10th, 2947, or newer tuned to episode number 163 of the first cast, our Star Citizen Gaming Community Podcast. We are those guys with stretch pants 3D. Echo, echo, echo. Yes, that's right. Yay. We are here tonight to spoil more Expanse goodness for those of you with lives that don't include time for binge-reading books that came out more than five years ago. No. You probably have jobs and people who love you and a sense of purpose greater than locking your animals in a steamer trunk because their cries for food are distracting. Funny story about that, I'll tell you in a minute. Mark, happens to be me, finished... I finished it all. 131-plus hours of listening and a couple few short, short, shorter works... I had to actually read, actually read, read. Oh, I get it. (laughs) Read, read. Uh, All that in just 71 days or 1,704-ish hours. So if you think about it, I was only listening and or reading for about 8% of that time when I wasn't sleeping or eating. Well, I did listen while eating. I feel so empty inside. Dot, dot, dot.
1: Woo, bravo, bravo. Yeah, author, author.
0: <clears throat> that's that's me. <laughs> <laughs> you can say, it. Wow. "Brought to you buy
1: Gleep Read by. <laughs> you know, you should you should try that. Mad Cow. Try That sometime. Go to the um. Go to the spectating section. Watch the show from over there. Is it nice? And uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, one one time, another
0: time, you can do that. I shall. You know what? I think I think we should make that a thing. I think maybe next time. <laughs> Mayhaps.
1: I think we should sell tickets. <laughs> we should. So we don't take money though.
0: No. Yeah. Oh well, well. We do take favors. Oh. Uh, oh. Hmm. We do take favors, like party favors. <laughs> party favors. <laughs> like like, yes. like gift tips. swag.
1: <laughs> Stock tips. Stock tips.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, I take some of those. Could use some money.
1: Sell, sell. <laughs> 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 oh all righty, and mark. How you be. How goes the domain naming, speculating, online skills, training, impending, nuptial, preparing dynasty that is Realm
0: Cow? Wow. That was incredible. First off, I have not bought any more domains. Oh, actually, I lied. I did buy one a couple weeks ago, but that was, (laughs) it was a quick thing. It just happened. I felt it needed to be done. I took care of it, and it's it's over with, and we won't talk about it anymore. Um, All right. Yes, other than that, um, yeah, I mean, you know, impending nuptials are moving along, trying to find good uh, honeymoon spots. I mean, we're in the South, you know, in the Caribbean area, so we're trying to think, you mm-hmm. know, trying to think around there. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of have a hard time deciding on exactly what we want to do, uh, to be quite honest. So, uh, if we were by that point, we'd probably want to just relax. Um, mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. we're not sure if an entire week of relaxation is maybe mm-hmm. too much relaxation.
1: Recommend the cruise. Yeah. The cruises are, are very turnkey, very relaxing. Hey, everyone always says cruise. Um, mm.
0: I don't know. I just don't know. I feel like there may be too many people.
1: Can you get away? There are a lot of people. Ah, uh, well, them boats is big, depending upon which one you go mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, never um, never seemed like a real. Well, you see, you're going to want to be all romantical and stuff, and um, that, that could be hard to find a, you know. You find a, you find a nice secluded uh, pool, you know, with uh, some light jazz mm-hmm. playing on the speakers, yeah, of course, or funk, then and uh, or funk, and then, uh, and <laughs> funk. And then uh, Timmy and uh, a little Biffany come deposit some of their funk in the pool right next to you, so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a mixed bag, but it is easy. Oh my god, it's so easy. Oh, uh, that it does is, sound kind of nice yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, and it's you know you can you can sit out and watch the. Um, I would suggest, um, from my experience, I would suggest doing a cruise where you can see interesting things from the boat, um, as opposed to uh, places, you know, where you hop from destination to destination and then depend upon excursions to make uh, the scenery uh, interesting.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yes, yeah, we were thinking, we did an all-inclusive a couple years ago for a friend's wedding.
1: Mm-hmm. And loved mm-hmm.
0: it. Mm-hmm. Um, better without kids, um, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're spending a lot of money. So you don't want, mm-hmm. you know, the kids. But anyway, um, regardless of that, uh, I think because also there's a limitation in alcohol consumption. I think with the kid places, I'd imagine. I don't really know for sure. Maybe there's not. Maybe it doesn't matter.
1: Um. Well, uh, the the cruises I've been on, there's been no limitation to alcohol, uh, but you do have to pay for alcohol. Mm. Uh, well, that wouldn't be a real uh, problem. We but, don't we don't drink a ton, but I mean you know yeah. All the all the food all the food and ice cream you can eat. So, oh God.
0: As long as I have cookies that? and cream, that's all I need. <laughs> Honey, what are you having for breakfast? Uh you know the answer to that. That was a stupid question.
1: <laughs> On a waffle cone, <laughs> because waffles means
0: breakfast. It's breakfast, duh. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, well, and then I have an ice cream sandwich excellent. for lunch. Mm-hmm, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then a Sunday for dinner because it's dessert. So that just
1: makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, enough about you. Uh, back to the smoldering crater that is my soul. Yes, that's right. I am done, Mark. I finished all of it. Oh, my God. You know, and uh, when I when I did the math on this, 8% of my life over the last 71 days, I've spent listening um, to uh, Expanse stuff, which, you know, I think, oh, I was kind of disappointed for 1st I'm like, you know, I was sort of hoping for something like 63%. But um, 8% is a lot, especially when you throw in the, uh, the sleeping and, uh, that and is. the showering.
0: Well, you figure, like, okay, so if 8% listened, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. approximately a third, I mean, it's supposed to be a third of your day really sleeping, but let's be real. That probably never happens to anybody in the real world. But let's say a third. Mm-hmm. Let's say a third. Mm-hmm. So we'll say, so that right there, you're up to, what, 40, 41% of your time. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. eating, um, realistically, even if you only spend 15 minutes, you're still eating up another hour. So that's another mm-hmm. 24th of that, whatever that happens to be. So, regardless, mm-hmm. so that's what? That's a uh, five or six, oh, like four, between four and six percent, four and five percent, anyway, whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: Close to four. That's a yep. lot of time, uh, really. And there's that thing called the job, you know? Yeah, then there's the job. <laughs> so that's another half I don't of your day. Network. Do not listen to fifty because I wouldn't not get anything done.
0: So, really, that was like all of your free time.
1: Pretty much. Pretty much. Well, actually, the nice thing about the listening, the audible books, um, and uh, they are not—they are not a sponsor, but I will give them a plug anyway. We don't have any sponsors. How could they be a sponsor? Oh, um, just a friendly shout out. Is—is is that when you're doing everything else, you can you can listen? Yes. You know, when you're you know uh, making the bed, when you're you know cooking breakfast, when you're doing you know everything else, when you're driving to work, when you're doing everything else, you can listen. You know, except for showering because my I don't have the new iPhone that's waterproof. So, um, hmm. but. Yeah. So anyway, it's done, and I think I think since um, since last time you and I chatted, you also completed the final book, and you mentioned at that time that there was a little a little sense of like oh, oh yeah, I, I know that feeling. That's it's it, it's um it's a lonely feeling. But so you said something also. You said about a book series called uh, I don't know, is Wheel of Fortune or Time of the Hammer or Fortune, Fortune of the, the Hammer. Hammer. Whoa, stop. Have a time! You see my genie pants? Oh, man. I was going to say, those do, things for creating da, parachute da, pants da, are amazing. Enough um, of that. Okay. Wheel of Time. Mark, tell me all about the spaceships in Wheel of Time. Tell me about the spaceships, George. Uh, there are no spaceships in Wheel of Time that
0: I'm aware of. <clears throat> Excuse me, what? Yes, I know exactly. I mean, the spaceships of your mind. Imagine everyone in a spaceship that's traveling through a fantasy world where no spaceships exist. That is that is it. There you go. <laughs> I don't
2: understand. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, but seriously. I started reading this book when I was in or these books when I was in ooh, fifth or sixth grade, I believe. Um uh-huh. and then it's kinda kinda like the uh uh the Song of Ice and Fire books. You know, they they they, they kinda came out every few years, so I continuously reread. Like the ones before that, up into that. So I've read the first book probably half a dozen times, and uh-huh. and there was some. I think what most people will say is is unfortunately Robert Jordan, the guy that built it or or wrote it. By the way, <laughs> built it, mm-hmm. built wrote. Yeah, uh, he built died. It. They will come uh, before it finished. Oh, no. Yeah, so actually one of his fans who happened to be an author as well, from my understanding of it, they they had a ton of notes uh, regarding it, and so they went in with the publisher, and they actually he actually wrote the last three books. Um, oh, okay. because each of these books in paperback, when I got them, I got a few in hardback back in the day, were about a 1,000 pages each. Whoa! So these are hefty. And I mean to tell you that there were, he was a little bit hit or miss as the later books went on in terms of, I don't know if it was health issues or what, but sometimes it was hard to, I mean, you know, you go a chapter and you be like, what did I just read? It was all the description of whatever. But mm-hmm. having said that, Fantastic! I mean, fantastic story. The world is just—it's a very unique idea behind it. Well, I mean, there's some obviously some archetypes in there, and that sort of thing. But it is, is after all, a uh, well, I don't know what would be like a, a fantasy opera? Can you have a fantasy opera? You can have space operas.
1: Well, the Wikipedia's calls it high fantasy. Yes, that is correct. I don't know what that means. I Rather mean, than low as opposed fantasy. To- as opposed to a bunch of people, like, playing in a mud pit, you yes. know. Well, it's not... Oh, we see the violence inherent in the system? It's not sober fantasy. That low
0: fantasy. Yes. <laughs> More sober fantasy. But anyway. So, yeah, regardless. Without getting too far into it. Um, excellent series written or published by Tor. Who I mistakenly hey! was thinking TSR before, which I was duly corrected. Um, after, mm-hmm. after the show. Uh, thank you, I Eric. Was. Yes, thank you, Eric. Um... <laughs> and uh those TSR was Dragonlance Forgotten Realms those guys Tor mm-hmm. was Wheel of Time so um ah. there you go anyway uh fantastic but anyway so I got an omnibus um and I downloaded and it was it was a, a um, book on tape really mark a uh ebook I got the ebook
1: was tape daddy
0: <laughs> I got the ebook and it was uh, I probably shouldn't have spent as much money as I did on it but it was really cool because it was the entire series in a single ebook Including a, a prequel cool. So mm-hmm. if, <laughs> My ebook reader Usually to give you an example The Expanse books Were all about uh, Three Three to five hundred pages On the way I have mm-hmm. my font set And all my other stuff uh, This one is ten thousand. Oh so, my god So Yeah Incidentally wow. That was what Two weeks ago that I mentioned that I am six hundred Almost seven hundred pages Into my Into my ten thousand So I'm doing pretty good I'm doing pretty good
1: Excellent yeah, Not too bad Very good you must read quickly.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm pretty good. Well, like I said, the other thing, it also helps that uh, I've read these books multiple times. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I can what, what, skim a bit if I have what,
1: to. What, what brand of lip balm do you use? For when I'm skimming? Well, when, when you read, you know, because you're... I like to like sound like off the words. my lips move. Yeah, yeah. Well, my, yeah my.
0: I do a whole lot of talking. Well, you know, it's funny. What I do is, is it's a matter of breathing in through your mouth and out through your nose. So when I'm breathing <clears> in, I talk. When breathing out, I have to take a break. I have to breathe out, obviously, not talk. Um, that way, I'd, I'm not actually speaking. I'm just making weird like this again. <laughs> so, you know, that's pretty cool. Those,
1: those guys with tips on competition reading techniques. Yeah, yeah. so really fun. Right. That's really fun. awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing. I picked up um, the... I'm way behind on some of my Star Wars books. Okay. And, uh, there was the, af- the Aftermath series that came out prior to episode seven and then there are a couple of other books. I think there's a new book coming out next week or something. But um, Wait, so, that, so I'm going to catch up on those. And uh, But God, I miss, you know, the uh, James S.A. Corey, good writer. Really good writer. He, it's good almost writer. like he has four hands. Um, <laughs> exactly. It's amazing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, uh, and, um, yeah, yeah I so them. it's, um, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit sadness, but you know what? To abate the sadness and that's what we, we that's what we're about here, Mark. Abatement. We're about the sadness abatement. Oh, Yes, we. are sativators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means. It uh, works like on a lot of levels, outside, though. So. Yeah. All right. We shall spoil some expanse for you. Um, actually, you know, um, expand. Spoil is probably expanse is actually exactly the right word, but spoil is perhaps too strong of a word. Um, I suspect uh, what we will do this evening is some recapping And then, if lucky, get through the end of Book 2 tonight Because we we sort of ended up in the middle of Book 2 Because Season 2 of the show uh, does not go all the way to uh, the end of Book 2 So we'll uh, talk about that And then also, uh, there are some short stories and novellas Which occurred in the overall timeline prior to Book 3 So um, we'll talk about those two um, um, So you have been warned Beware. But first, but first, Mark, you brought this to our attention. Mm-hmm. Would you care to share what it is and what you found to be interesting about it? Sure. Uh, so actually, I was coming
0: across, uh, obviously, scanning the Reddits, as you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And about oh, a week ago or something like that, I found a uh, board gamer um, who is a streamer slash YouTube video maker. Fantastic. Fantastic person to listen to on the YouTube's,
1: anyway. well, and Podcaster too. They have yeah. the he's part one third of the Redacted podcast.
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 He's Redacted too. So yeah, he does a lot of stuff. Anyway, he does. He uh, he did a studio tour of the uh, Foundry Forty Two UK office um, mm-hmm. at the end of June, as well as had an interview with Aaron Roberts, which is awesome. Yes. Yeah. So there was uh, he he went over he went uh, went ahead and posted a. Um, Kind of a, a summary of it on Reddit. Uh, what was it? Like I said about a week ago. Just chock full of fantastic little tiddly bits. Um, mm-hmm. Something's disappointing, but good to know. And it's kind of good that they mm-hmm. actually came out and said it. So I, I kind of like Aaron Roberts that he's he's kind he's not pulling any punches. You know, he's not mm-hmm. sugarcoating it. It's like, hey, yeah, this is in here. This is cool. This is out. Nope, not, that's out. We're trying to get this in here. We might, but who knows? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Some of the more interesting things were... Um, I think, I think uh, actually you mentioned You want to talk about this too But I'll say it anyways The insurance thing was very interesting Yes, um, yes. Yeah it really I, I think Really helps codify why Insurance is there And kind of how important it is To have something like that I mean essentially what he said is Look yeah we'll have insurance But I mean the big One of the, one of the big takeaways I should say Is that uh, it's for your stock model Right, you ain't gonna be replacing all your stuffs inside or any of the upgrades you did or anything else like that. It's for the base model. Right. Um, that, yeah, that, and then the also of course the uh, the time it takes uh, for like the larger ships and how that's gonna be in the gameplay and whatnot. But um, yeah, go ahead. What were we gonna say? Well, now, but but
1: it, it, the insurance is for the hull. Now, what is the hull? Yeah, here's my what, understanding. What distinguishes hull from from everything? Because like if you buy a, a game package, mm-hmm. you, you know, a game package on Aurora. Um, You get the Aurora, but it's got a couple of guns on it. It's got, you know, um, um, uh, perhaps, you know, a certain sort of engine cooler or engine, you know, I think some of them might even have a jump drive or or, or, or whatever. It's got, it, it has accessories attached to it, you know, that it comes with. If your Aurora goes splodey splode, now he did, like you said, they mentioned you will be able to get a replacement fairly quickly. But what's going to show up? Um, what's the uh, the Amazon drone going to bring to your hangar? Is he going to bring, you know, a ready to go Aurora, or is it going to bring, you know, basically, you know, major parts of the Aurora, and you're going to have to reattach a bunch of, of other things before you're actually going to be able to fly it?
0: First of all, I want to say it's not an Amazon drone. It's an Amazon. It's a <laughs> It's an Amazon space torpedo called a, called, a, called, a, called, a, called a called an an
1: Am <laughs> Or an Amido. Ooh, I, I got a a A bezopedo. <laughs> you can you can use that, Jeff. An ammo
0: space yeah. pedo. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, but <laughs> Oh, God. Funny. Anyway, so uh, no, but what it is, um, I think the key to walk away from it is it, it gives you a stock model of that ship. So it's the it's not just really the hull per se is what they're calling. It. It's calling it a stock model, which would be the stock variant. So mm. and I was thinking about this the other day too. That's where those named ones, the, all the different, uh, what all the different uh, Hornets or Super Hornets, what were they um, that they put out a while ago? The um. um With the different loadouts, oh
1: yeah, yeah, the ones that were like commemorative, yeah, the commemorative ones. So
0: think about this: what they're really saying, yeah, what they're really saying is, yeah, that allows them to sell kits or, like I said, some kind of different models of it that may have different loadouts. That say, if you're a guy that just likes the long, you know, is just one of those space snipers, right, that has the really long cooldown super shooters, and that's what he uses. Maybe there's a Mm -hmm. stock model that has kind of most of that stuff, so you buy that one instead of just the normal. Hornet, because you know that, mm-hmm. that that's really how you play, and that way you have to replace fewer things in the case that it goes explode. I, I think that's the way you got to look at it. So, you know, maybe there is, maybe that does give some uh, some value to those um, those you know commemorative ones or the you know kind of special variants.
1: Okay, so then let me ask you this: So, what about the um, the items? Like early on, I I spent some some. Um, uh, UEC that I purchased with cash money so essentially I spent cash money uh-huh. uh, to purchase some uh, fancier guns for uh, whatever ship it was I had at that point mm-hmm. um, and I still have those They have we haven't been able to turn those in or, or trade them out or what have you so uh, what if I have um, uh, say a, a size 3 chain gun on um, my Hornet and uh, the Hornet goes splodey explode, I get a stock Hornet, you know whatever I get. What about those chain guns? Are those going to be replaced or oh, um, because I paid for those? I paid for those.
0: Okay, so if I were them, what I would do is this: mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I would allow insurance on anything. Obviously, that you both cash money. Okay, that okay. makes sense. However, how okay. I would approach that is, I would say yes, you get your 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 ship back, but it comes back as stock. Okay. And then mm-hmm. you also have, there is also some, you know, however, some kind of insurance on that uh, on that gun as well. And it comes back, say, to your hangar after a certain amount of time. Or you get, or once again, you can go, you can go and buy that thing back, say, at the, maybe they call it a, um, I don't know, an accessories, I don't know, an, an, you know, whatever, an accessories depot type of thing like that. And that's where you get anything you bought with money, you can go back and pick up again there to the amount that you had in your inventory before. So if you had three of them, you can go back at any time and go pick up three more of those as long as you don't have, you know, up to three, you know, for for no cost or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Okay, Um, so,
1: um, so, and I think that this sort of came through in what Aaron was saying is that what they're, uh, with the insurance, what they're... um, attempting to implement, or what they're implementing is basically a safety net that allows them to put a penalty to your ship exploding, but that penalty, what is the, there may be some monetary penalty, um, you know, we don't know how that's going to work out Mm -hmm. in the end, I'm sure there are going to be changes, but what we know for sure is that there's going to be a time penalty. Yes. And the bigger the ship, the bigger the penalty And uh, there's not going to be any way to get around that, at least not at this point. I know that they had talked in the past about perhaps putting in uh, some sort of mechanic where, yeah, well, you're number 78 in line for your replacement Idris. But, you know, uh, you go pay this guy over here, uh, you may be able to to work out a deal. Yeah, and
0: I think that's reasonable. I mean, I don't see anything wrong Mm -hmm. with that. Um or they can mm-hmm. be based on mm-hmm. your reputation with a certain thing or something like that. You get Graft! you get a bonus. Well, you know, something like Graft is real. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well can be something like, yeah, you, you 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 get your rep up with a certain, say, vendor or a certain mm-hmm. manufacturer, and the higher rep you get a decrease in your you know, replacements of of their of their ships. Right? Mm-hmm. Because you know mm-hmm. Steve the marketing guy. You know, and you know you know you know you know Jerry the uh Jerry the factory foreman. You know, so you're like, "Hey, Jerry, remember I helped you? Can you give me uh, what do you think? Yeah, oh, yeah, candy apple red would be nice. Thanks, Jerry. You're the best. i to date your sister. Yeah.
1: Oh, hey. oh no, no. hey, 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 Jerry, <laughs> come back. Yeah, put that down. Oh, uh, well, okay, yeah, I think that that was uh, that was the thing that leapt out to me um, when I was um, was uh, yeah, there the th- uh, listening to it was the uh, was the uh, the insurance,
0: but uh, please go on. Yeah, there's definitely that. Um, a couple of big things that's that, that kind of popped out one the vertical slice they're still continuing to do it or planning on doing it i know that was yeah, one I didn't thing i not understand that yeah that was one thing that we i think the general understanding was now they weren't going to do it because it was wasting time for them to do other you know to basically to you know make the game so why bother spend that time mm-hmm. doing that when they could have been doing some other stuff so you know i guess apparently it's still in the mix still possibility um okay. obviously uh some of other cool stuff um uh, they talked about fleet battles, how big they could afford to be you know what kind of things they thought they'd do and how they might affect uh different stuff all basically you know uh very nebulous at this point. I think it's way you walk away from that uh, mm-hmm. There's some base building they're talking about base building and kind of how they want to do it and, and you know being able to have your own place and build it up and do some stuff um that uh, I don't know what do you think about base building? well, I mean, I know we talked about this before a little bit. Okay meh yeah I, I, you know unfortunately i don't know if i just missed that that kind of i don't know i i guess i just missed it in my in my not in my formative years because i feel like I, i'm still 12 years old so um <laughs> hey. yeah but i don't know it's just i kind of missed the boat on that I, I don't mind having my own place but i don't know if i want to sit there and put up walls for things and you know build stuff like that
1: Definitely a gameplay taste. I mean, we've got lots of guys in uh, those guys with ships uh, who are really into the arc, um, and like, I think there's a lot of base building in that. Mm-hmm. And then also this, the new hotness, the world's adrift. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of uh, gathering and and um, collecting and uh, building of uh, ships, I believe. And uh, so it's it, yeah, it's an acquired thing. I mean, the closest thing that I've ever come to. Um, as far as obsession with any kind of a building game was Minecraft, yeah. but that that had its own kind of special magic about
0: it. Yeah, that it. was a little bit different. Yeah, I agree, yeah. But, uh, okay, well, maybe it's good then. we got our, we got our base builders. They love to do it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I we know um, Jerry the Foreman. Maybe he can get in on it and help them out, <laughs> make sure they get the parts they need, and, you know, help, I don't know, direct things as needed. Um, obviously, big one, ground battles. Just real quick, I would say mm-hmm. that... Uh, he talked about those being, you know, the idea being that you you, know, you have massive battles, you know, bleeding over between ground and space and in the air. Um, he did mention a couple of really cool things. Uh, actually, you no, know, I'm just going to read exactly what uh, what he said about the uh, um, from it. He said uh, they have plans for base. Oh, I'm sorry, bleh. ground and space battles both can be epic scale, and in a lot of situations with bleed over combat. Uh, to the ground, air, and space. system allows for an Idris to go close to a planet and unload its weaponry, which is cool because they had mentioned they were thinking not allowing to do that before. So that's that's uh-huh. good to know. Um, and they said they're adding tracked vehicles, static defenses, tanks, missile systems, and more. Um, and a lot of this... He said a lot of this is planning on coming with 3.1, which is kind of impressive. Um, yeah. I, you know, that was the other thing to walk away from is a lot of the stuff they were saying... kind of whatever but the key to walk away from is that they weren't you know it's not all just building up to 3.0 and that's all everyone's working on it's as people are finishing or as they're doing other stuff they're working on stuff for 3.1 and and, and farther the whole time they've been working on 3.0 uh you know it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of a never-ending thing so that's very promising
1: yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, and uh, the one thing that I did want to mention was that, and this is a quote also, in regards to partners and sponsorships with the game, anything that makes sense for the game and the community is a possibility. So, aha! my alternative funding plan is confirmed. Oh, wait, wait. They will be sticking with purchase a game package and then free to play unless or plus UEC. Damn it! So cool. But are they going to stop selling standalone chips? That's, that's something that I think is, is a key bit of information there. And, um, and how much UEC can one guy buy? I need to know that.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a good one. I, and, uh, yeah, that, I thought that fed in well with what we were talking about last time, too. Because mm-hmm. apparently there are answers to our questions, and they were not nearly as interesting. As they could have been. <laughs>
1: really. I know. I know. No one loves my um, uh, my had, virtual marketplace ideas. Yeah, we as had great
0: ideas. We had great ideas. Last thing, yeah, the last thing, too, is, and I, I know you saw it there, too, but I want to mention it just in case, uh, the mining is not going to be in
1: 3.0. Yes. Yes. And so that's, um, um, you know, not not surprising and, uh, you know, uh, disappointing for for some of us. Um, I know Jonto has uh, his... His uh, prospector and was looking forward to using it so uh, not going to happen this time around but um, uh, you know understand like you were saying just a few moments ago it's you know in they've got what 400 people not developing now they're not all developing the same thing yeah and so different parts of the game are developing at a different at a different pace especially when you're doing you know doing stuff that's not been done before or you're trying to to uh, essentially reinvent the wheel more better Um, you can't really you know you can't really plan for how long that is actually going to take. You can make estimates, but you know, chances are it's it's not going to uh, be that exactly. So you're going to have things that are 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 some fruit's going to ripen faster than other fruit, and so we'll eat the fruit what's ripe because if you eat the green fruit, then meh, you know how you know what happens then. Makes you sick.
0: It does. Yeah, yeah.
1: it does. It's almost as bad as bucket o' shrimp night. Oh yeah, bucket
0: o' shrimp night. You know my. No, nothing to do the bucket or shrimp. My dog did just eat half of a. Uh, actually, it was most of the core of a of a of a Honey Crisp apple. I don't know if you know about Honey oh. Crisps. They are delicious. They're delicious. They're, yeah. they're my favorite yeah. apple, by far.
1: Mm. Mm, I, I'm, I'm still a big fan of the Fuji's. I like the Fuji's.
0: Fuji's Fuji's year round though. Honey Crisp, it's a certain season, and they're so good.
1: Yeah. they're delicious. <laughs> oh, you're such a romantic. Anyway, all right. Well, it's that time. Ex- it's time! Yay, guys! Stretch pants engaged. How was that?
0: <laughs> that amazing. I was trying I'm just think try, I was trying to make a button pop. Out. I'm just. I'm just picturing one and like, like letting it go and it's like flopping on a belly. That's perfect. Well, <laughs>
2: <Yeah.
1: laughs> all right, right. Get our right all here. of our uh, our Ted Bundy. Uh, Isn't Ted Bundy? No, Al Bundy. Bundy. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy, wrong one. Totally different guy, Ted Bundy. Uh, Or Al Bundy, um, uh, you know, position on the couch Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. uh, hands in shorts. All right. Um, So anyway, uh, there was – Mark, I don't know if you had a chance to look at this. There was a fan-sourced timeline here. And there's a link. You can open that up and take a looky-see at it. And I thought this was very, very cool. I don't know exactly um, how – Accurate this is, but I think it, it does give some um, uh, a really good uh, uh, context. So, and you have to click on the little "show the spoiler" thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I started actually reading over this, and I got through some of it. I mean, the best part was was the top. I thought it was just kind of funny. Um, but uh, <laughs> are you going to put this in the notes? Because I think you should, or at least the link.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, all of this stuff is going to yeah, be. Yeah, the yeah. These were uh, these okay. were pretty pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, and then we have, of course, the uh, the the TV series, which um, I think we did we did on the last show get through uh, the end of episode two, or I'm sorry, the end of um, uh, season two, episode twenty three, um, when the uh, proto molecule monster is discovered in the cargo bay, the resonante blah, 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 blah stuff stuff stuff. Um, and uh, uh, Kotjar is wounded in shootout with Mao's men. Uh, Bobby manages to get her power armor, kicks a major butt, saves Al-Visarla. Uh UN science team uh, begins to descend towards the surface of Venus for a closer look at the proto molecule structure. The ship is completely stopped and then disassembled in an an increasingly spherical patterns appear the crew unknown. I yeah, I'll tell you the fate. They're dead. Yes, they're dead. Not because people work don't good. disassemble really well, not, especially not in the vacuum of space. No.
0: So, yeah. Although I thought the when they did that on the when the show was very interesting. I was really waiting for that to see how they did that and it uh, was very satisfying.
1: Mm, yeah, yes. I'm uh, I'm well, I'm going to avoid speaking about anything beyond book 2. Yes. Yeah. Going to be hard. Going to be hard. It's gonna be really really hard. Uh, but we'll get there. Okay. Um, let's see. And uh, Naomi confesses to Holden she never destroyed the protomolecule sample. Earth, Mars fighting, blah, 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 blah. There you go. Okay. So uh, let's go back first and talk about some of the other uh, uh, works in the timeline. So first up was going to be um, Drive, mm-hmm. which was... Uh, A short story, and uh, the the in the in the timeline of the 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 series, it would be roughly the year twenty one twenty five ish. So it was first in the chronology, and it was the story. uh, The story was a prequel, taking place approximately one hundred fifty years prior to the main series, and it was concerning Solomon Epstein and his invention of the Epstein Drive. Um, And this drive, this magical Epstein Drive, uh, made migration to the Belt possible. And um, so a question I had about, um, about this is, did they ever, well, because, you know, just sort of the, summarize the story, um, uh, this guy, Solomon Epstein, he's an engineer uh, for uh, fun on nights and weekends. He's uh, tinkering with um, uh, this uh, uh, old used yacht that he had purchased, uh, trying to uh, increase efficiency of the drive um he um he has um um a an iteration of the the prototypes he's been working on he takes it out and he lights it up and uh it works too good much too good Forever. um he very quickly uh um uh accelerates to i think what did they say 8g something like that something w- ridiculous yeah he would have died within minutes uh, probably uh but uh, his the ship went on for, I think, what did they say before the fuel ran out? It was gonna be like 37 days or something like that. Yeah, it was something ridiculous. Was some- he
0: was trying to figure it out. He's like, oh wait, this is gonna be a lot longer than a few hours, I think is what they were planning on. Yeah, and it was something like, yeah, that or weeks or something. Yeah, it was it was like a month. That sounds about right.
1: Right. Yeah. So he um anyway, he he dies. He dies, um, and but they never I, either in the book or in the show do they make any sort of mention of his ship being found now do, do you remember no. anything about that no which is so weird that was always the question is okay well if he didn't
0: find him I guess he just had all his notes on something
1: and they're like hey oh no we knew we knew what happened there is that he had notes on his computer right. at home and he uh, I, I think he tried to send a communication to his wife oh that's uh, right but he pulled out his hand terminal, and uh, because of the um, uh, the, uh, the incredible uh, gravitational force, uh, like he he couldn't hold on to it, and like and at first, like when he first accelerated, it, the the force was so great that it actually broke one of his arms. Yeah. It like snapped it back in some just messed up uh, unnatural position. So, um, dude was hosed from uh, from go. Yeah. But, um, um, uh, you know, and then, like, and his eyes started, you know, to. Uh, uh, like they get old, out of out
0: of uh, out of uh, shape.
1: Yeah, his eyes went out of shape, so he couldn't focus to even see what was on the displays or anything. Yep. But, um, but yeah, they did mention um, or was mentioned somewhere that his wife did was able to retrieve uh, his notes uh, from his computer at home, and then uh, voila, the Epstein drive is, is is born, or is you know at least the the marketed version of it. And I'm assuming that she, um, uh, you should look for her when you're on your cruise because she's probably living on a cruise ship because she got really, really rich. Yeah, you know, you know I mean, he died. That's a bummer. Well, you know, but uh, that's attractive young men. I mean, she could train to space cougar. Yeah, but on the other hand, there is all the money and uh, the monies. The monies will hit. It turns out. It turns um, out a
0: slew of Cabana boys doesn't hurt either.
1: Not at all, because the only thing worse than uh, sad and broke no the only thing worse than sad and rich is sad and broke yeah I see it would have been so much better if I would have that's okay that's pretty good though Um, so we don't know Um, we don't know uh, if um, if if his ship has ever been found, but um, it occurred to me. Now, there was a, a colony back. To, it's a Star Citizen here for a second. There was a, a colony ship or a generation ship, I think, in the lore um, that that took off and was never heard from again. And uh, do you think that there's going to be any way to include items like this in the game for um, for us to find, like you know, some, maybe a community event? Um, and my concern with this is that it, Does that not by definition Become sort of like a one and done thing Where it's, you know, hey everybody It's a community event weekend uh, We're going to go find the uh, original generation ship The first person that finds it You know, wins uh, a Ben Lesnick uh, Autographed um, uh, ding dong mm-hmm. um, Bronzed ding dong But then it's over
0: Obviously, <laughs> without question With a, with a, with a with circa 1980's Wing Commander helmet attached um, Exactly yeah, you know, I thought about that too. It, here's my thought how they approach that. Yeah, they do a community event. Um and what they do is they seed clues throughout the throughout the whatever different systems mm-hmm. or whatever they have people going and looking for it, and they somehow, you know, involve you know, or maybe it's a it's a long trek to some of these different areas requiring a lot of resources, maybe it's a dangerous zone, so you know, they, what they do is they figure out a way to mix in different gameplay styles into that into into that. Uh-huh. Um I mean if you think about that, that's not too hard to do kind of a joint effort. You have I mean, obviously that involves you going to dangerous space. Okay, so you require all these different peop all these different kinds of, you know, um larger uh, combat ships as well. Then what you do is have it pick up signals that only, you know, science dedicated ships are able to even even, even uh, hope to uh to find. Um mm-hmm. Then you have landing on certain areas or asteroids or whatever that only you know, only people with highly highly customized once again, sensors or something like that in a personal setting, like on their person, are able to actually, you know, pinpoint perhaps. Uh but while it's mm-hmm. being in a dangerous area, thus requiring a lot of ground troops to do stuff as well. Um, you know, and then making things like you know you know jump points that hey, you have to find that uh, were turned out to be closed, but we just know it's somewhere around here. so you have people hunting for those jump points for maybe forever or you know for, for a week or something like that, you know, whatever it happens to be some some uh, some time frame. So I think that community event while you say, hey, it's the weekend, it doesn't have to be a weekend event. That could be a month long event. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, or six-month event leading up to that. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential gameplay in something like this, even though it may be a one-and-done. Uh, if they do it right, and the AI is robust enough, um, and obviously they have the GMs throwing things in if they have to to keep things, you know, you know, so that people don't game it and get to, you know, get too far ahead of what they right. want. Right. Uh I don't. I don't think that's impossible at all. I think it could be a really, really fun, but very, very curated um, event. So yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I wonder if for something like this, if they wouldn't instead instead of having an actual announced event, if they wouldn't just one day somewhere very far away from the Terran system, just pop a wreck into space. Uh, they would, you know, they would they would put it in an area where they know people don't go very often. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then not say anything to anybody and then just uh, uh, maybe the first person that finds it, maybe there's a, you know, like, what do they call those things on ships, that the plaque that um, that has the name of the ship and all that kind of stuff on it? Got me. Um, um, I forget what it's called, but uh, we saw one on one of the, um, it was either on the ATV or uh, one of the um, uh, live event uh, videos where there was a crashed um um, javelin and the and the, uh, the the that identifying plaque was in the sand on that planet, um, but anyway, so uh, but you know something something like that that you know maybe that one person or maybe a group of people would eventually find and uh, no one would say anything until it was actually found and then they would they would just make a you know an announcement hey you know there was this thing that we never said anything to anybody about and uh, somebody finally went out there and they found it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not... I hope they don't do that. I feel like that's taking the easy way out, personally. Really? Yeah, I mean, right. I think it is. I mean, to just drop it out in the middle of nowhere, something they have quite a bit of lore about, I think it lends itself to the... Meh. You know, oh, yeah, Gary, you know, once again, or Eric, one, Eric. one iteration of Eric, one incarnation of Eric, finds mm-hmm. finds it. Great. Eric the Finder well now what the findling (laughs) Eric the findling findling Eric (laughs) in quotes anyway (laughs) if you want to play that that's what he did he finds it and then then what Maybe, maybe, I mean, how many people really are going to know about it? How are they going to have some kind of in-game news thing where Eric finds it, have a picture of him sitting next to the wreck? Hey, guys, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. That could be neat for about five seconds. And it'd be kind of neat to have, a, you know, those guys with ships do find it. Maybe, you know, you know, whatever. But I think that'd be, I, I think that would lessen the, uh, I just don't think that would do justice to it. I think there's a lot more they can yeah. do.
1: Okay. Well, I anyway. I just back to back to Solomon. Um, you know, I don't think they ever found him. So maybe we still got three more books to go. Maybe. Um, and I, I guess I am spoiling that uh, they don't find him. That I recall in books. Uh, no. I think that's three okay. through six. So um, yeah, interesting, interesting idea. Um, and uh, one last thing on uh, the the uh, short story drive, uh, the Epstein drive itself. Yes, 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 yes. It's uh, sciencey science, science, but. When you are flying on the non-Epstein thrusters, it's called flying tea kettle. On account of they burl the water is what makes them go putt-putt. They see that, I understand. Mm-hmm. Yep, them hot waters. you know. And, and actually, actually, Mrs. Gleet the other day, um, you know, hey, where you at? Oh, I'm over uh, down here uh, at the optometrist. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to tea kettle over to uh, so-and-so, and then I'll be home. <laughs> made me very, made me very happy. go. You. you win. <laughs> I'm the luckiest man alive. <laughs> it was very cool uh, so I really enjoyed this short story and uh, there's gonna be links in here so please uh, check it out and it's for free it's free um, it's on the sci-fi website but there's a I'll put a link to the page in there uh, you can read it in half an hour no problem um, and I you know I think it gave an interesting glimpse into the period within the expanse universe when space was big because we had they had folks on Mars but there were not folks in the belt yet uh, so it was big but as alvasars says not too big effing big <laughs> effing big oh that's neat space is too effing big
0: I love okay. those um, they're just she's just full of, they're so good
1: oh god they're so yeah. good they're so good um so then next up uh was a book called The Churn. Now this was actually a, a novella, so not really a short story, a little bit longer than that. It was novella, like thirty so.
0: pages I think is what it was, something like that. It wasn't it
1: wasn't terrible. Oh, though. I think it would be longer than that because um it was uh the audible version was uh, almost three hours. Really? So, well, maybe um, I do yeah, read really quick. Um like two thirty nine. Yeah, <laughs> you do. You do. Um so, um, and this uh, this book uh, in the timeline about twenty two forty five ish. So, about twenty years, um, and I'm, this is this is real ball, ballparking here. About twenty years after uh, the events in Drive, and uh, before his trip to the stars, before the Rosanante, Amos Burton was confined to Baltimore, where crime paid, or you okay, pay, <clears throat> okay, where crime paid you or killed you, unless the authorities got to you first. I, I, what is it? I need a, um, I need a noir musical flourish. Right, so I'm thinking of a musical flourish. I'm thinking, yeah, where's it going to go with this?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I, need,
1: I can't make a noir noise. Yeah, God. Ta-da.
0: Yeah, I'd have to be something like that. Yeah, I'm trying to picture it. And I can see the filmy, the filmy black and white. Uh, yeah, but now I got nothing.
1: <laughs> yep. So it's um. Anyway, uh, it is the story of Amos Burton, our beloved uh, mechanic aboard the Rosinante. and uh, it is in Baltimore, yes, it is grimy, it is gritty, it is noir, it is Baltimore. Not a pretty picture, though, if if that's as bad as it gets over the next 200 years, I don't know if it, you know... Yeah, I think they were sugarcoating it. I think those arcologies
0: would be horrible.
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) and um the uh the the cast of characters all really the important characters uh, were would be amos um some call him Tim, however, not Tim the enchanter, no timmy south Park timmy birch, no timmy 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 tim. tim Tim, Tim Tim true. true tim. And Eric, his, uh, Timmy's lifelong buddy and Eric's hobbies include finding really, really dumb things to do and doing them with gusto. <laughs> yes. Not Eric the Immortal. No, no, not, not Immortal Eric. This is a different Eric. Yes. Um, and um, uh, so basically, um, uh, Timmy, because this is Amos Burton's name, actually his, his birth name was Timmy, um, Timothy. Timothy. Some folks called him Timmy some folks called him Tim uh, and he was uh, in a rather uh, rough situation rough neighborhood He was actually I believe his mother was a, um, a an unlicensed sex worker yes um, and who passed away and he was raised by um, another woman who was a friend of his mother's uh, named Lydia. And uh, so uh, Timmy grew up on these rough and tumble streets in Baltimore and became involved with gangs and organized crime. Um, and uh, his friend Eric uh, was a, um, uh, the then time, the 2245-ish equivalent of a hacker. Um, I guess he would, I don't know if he'd be a black hat hacker. Yeah. Or, I don't, I, well, he would sort of a gray,
0: grayish. He'd definitely show, be black. You know, the metal gray. I think, yeah. It's pretty much all of it was illegal. So, yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so uh, uh, so uh, Tim and Eric uh, were working for a uh, a a local crime boss whose name was Amos Burton.
0: And uh, now Amos, I don't think it was. It was just they just said Burton. They never said Amos. No, it was. Are you sure? I thought all I ever recall them saying was Burton. I I I paid very close attention. Are you sure?
1: Well, okay, okay. So because at the end. Uh, when uh, uh Timmy mm-hmm. uh, gets uh, pulled over by the um uh, the authorities and they scan him yeah, yeah. and his ID comes up as Amos Burton that was the getaway ID for the crime boss Burton. agreed so that agreed yeah I mean so yes yeah. his name was so, so that was,
0: yeah okay I mean they never actually said it yeah. but yeah I mean obviously it was then at that point because they mentioned it so yeah okay that makes
1: sense I'm giving it back to you so no, okay, thank you, thank you. So anyway, uh, uh, Timmy's a thug. Um, he uh, he's an enforcer. He kills people. Doesn't really feel much about it. Um, Lydia is sort of his uh, his uh, uh, moral compass. He's Lydia is Amos's moral compass before Holden becomes,
0: or I guess actually Naomi. Yeah, before uh, Naomi, uh, then Holden so forth and so on yeah,
1: yeah. right right um, and uh, because you know that's sort of the a, a running theme with amos is that he wants to do good he just doesn't know how you know but but he knows that he doesn't know and so he tends to align himself with folks that he believes he can trust to be righteous he likes that word righteous yes um so um uh lydia was this for him on earth here um and uh, so there is now that the title the churn is in reference to this uh, socio-political phenomena we might we might say uh, in the Baltimore area where uh, crime would reach a certain level and then law enforcement would come in and shut things down. And uh, so there would be a lot of um, uh, arrests and you know murders and jockeying for power as the churn, worked its way through and then uh, there would be a sort of a peaceful period and then business would return to normal. So there is um, uh, a rather large churn that is going on over the course of of this story and uh, in it, uh, uh, Amos makes the decision, uh, Then, still then Timmy, uh, makes the decision that he um, chooses the life of his friend Eric over the life of Amos Burton, his boss, because uh, as I had mentioned earlier, Eric does really, really dumb things, and Eric put himself in a situation where he could potentially compromise the big boss's um, uh, identity and and bring uh, law enforcement down upon the big boss. So the big boss ordered Timmy to kill Eric, and Eric was kind of like, yeah, uh, or I mean, uh, Timmy. Timmy was like, "Yeah, sure, I I, I can do that." And uh, he's like, "You know, well, he's been your friend forever." You got so he goes, Uh yeah, I oh, don't. You tell me to kill him, I'll kill him. Yeah, and whatever. So, l- yeah, yeah, well, whatever. Um, Lydia talks him out of it because you know Lydia loves him, um, literally, which is kind of creepy. I don't. Did you find um, that creepy?
0: I find it almost, I mean, heartwarming in a. Oh, I don't know how, how I would describe that because I think that it's like the only comfort they have, given it's a weird. Oh yeah, you know it, it's not a it's not a it's not a good environment. No, but I felt I don't know yeah, I don't know I think that I, I, don't know, I felt that, that like them trying to gain a bit of humanity back. But you yeah, know, anyway, whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a little deeper than the uh, the, than the show the show warrants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, that was there. There was that feature. Yeah, there was that 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 subplot. But um, so she is able, and she does, and the way that they handle it, the, uh, you know, um, uh. Mr. Corey, Mr.
0: Mr. Corey, Mr.
1: Corey, uh, the way that that they handle that is so good. I mean, it's not it's not a ham handed. No, Timmy, you need to listen to me. It's wrong to kill your friends just because the big boss tells you to do so. I mean, she she basically leads him to. Um, she explains it in a way that he's allowed to sort of see the consequences and the potential costs to himself and allows him to make the decision for himself and it's it's really it's it's very cool the way that they that they they did that yeah so Instead of instead of uh, uh, Timmy killing Eric as he was ordered, he goes and he kills um, um, Amos. Now he has no um, he has no illusions of taking over Amos's business once the churn the is completed, because um, there are lots of other lieutenants in line before him. He was just a you know he was a frontline grunt, an enforcer. Barely um, so that. He was just he, starting out. Yeah, he
0: did. I mean, he was the low man. Yeah, he, lowest. He was
1: like fifteen or sixteen years old. Yes. I mean, he, was, he was just a kid. And so he's, he knows that he's got to go somewhere. he knows that he's got to leave that, that he can't stay anymore. He has no idea where he's going to go. The way that the book ends up is that he um, is stopped by the authorities and they scan him and when they scan him, his identity comes up as Amos Burton and he has um, a, um, he's late for a flight to Luna where he is to be entered into a mechanics apprentice program. Mm-hmm. And so this was Eric's payment because Eric learns from Lydia after the fact that Timmy did not kill him; that instead he decided he decided to, to to do the right thing, uh, Richard Fingers, um, and um, uh, take out Burton instead. So Timmy re- or Eric rewarded Timmy by using that ID he had been holding in reserve for um, the crime boss, and gives it to. Um, he superimposes it on, on Timmy's record and, uh, allows him to, uh, leave the planet. And, um, and, and he does. And, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of, um, um, it, it's heartwarming. It's sad because, you know, you have this, um, sort of just lost soul and it's like, you know, what's going to happen next? Well, we know what happens next, but, um, uh, he ends up on, you know, on the, uh, on the uh, the Canterbury um, as a mechanic, and then he also and then after that uh, the Rosinante. Yeah. So, uh, but great novella. Um, I highly recommend it. Uh, I've already mentioned. I think that the um, uh, <laughs> the relationship between Amos and his forever mom Lydia was just a little bit creepy. For yeah, me it's a little life. weird. Yeah, yeah. I think as long as you don't think
0: of his, as 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 her as his mom, I think it's okay. Think of it more of like a big. Nope, that doesn't work either. A big, st- <laughs> uh, nope, nope, nope. Um, uh, a, men- uh, a mentor in all things. <laughs> landlady? <laughs> land landlady. He <laughs> as a landlady. That would be fine with yeah. that. One.
1: Oh, okay. Get in here, Amos. It's time to pay the rent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <God>. Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So anyway, but I think it, it does add some color to the Amos we know in space. Yes, that's right. Because psychopaths in space, we've got no shortage of those, eh, Mark? And yeah, well, you're kidding. They just kind of keep coming. Wow. Yeah, and, and and you know what? You know what? Um, um I... Let's see, I'm, I'm, I'm scant because we have... I know this is the first time this has happened. We have gone way the heck over, so we are so not going to get stuff. to nearly even a quarter of this, but... Um, that's something for next time Um, but I did want to uh, mention sort of tie this back to um, uh, Star Citizen and do you think do you think we'll get anything this gritty anything this noir-ish in you know say in maybe not in the uh, the the series for Squadron 42 that we know about but maybe as uh, an additional story sometime later on I'd like to hope so
0: honestly I don't see any reason why not uh, they've already set themselves up as having some pretty brutal uh, characters. You know, the Messer um, character is, I mean, pretty, what, Messer the Eighth, I think? Is that one, the one the one that went all genocidal? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. seventh, Something like that. Anyway, I mean, that's a pretty, that's a very brutal character and I guess they're basing him, you know, loosely off of the Roman emperors and so forth. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of good um, good, uh, good stock to draw from, I guess, but um, I, I'd like to think so. I think they've got you know especially with talking about the you know you know the um kind of political uh backlash after say the second tavaran war they essentially wiped them out uh you know kind of Mm -hmm. those those people down there i think they've got a lot of very very uh good potential to it the story writing i see some of that reflected in in the short stories that they've been writing for those the uh the story people have been putting out. So, yeah, I think, I think definitely, I think there's some potential for that grittiness. Now, will they go? You know, the when you start talking about the adult language and how they approach um, the different themes like sex and drugs and whatnot, those can be um, tenant landlord relationships. Yeah, the land, yeah, the tenant landlord relationships. <laughs> um, those can be those it really depends on... I mean, you really either pick one way or the other with that type of stuff. Either yes, we can have it, or no, we can't. There's really... I find it to be very, very rarely do you have somewhere they kind of gloss over a little bit, or kind of hint at it, and kind of go around it. It's usually usually, either one or the other.
1: So, we'll see. Yeah. No no reason why uh, a Star Citizen uh, Persistent Universe can't be T for Teen, and uh, an installment of Squadron 42, or some subsequent... Um, series of uh, single-player uh, campaigns can't be M. Yeah, yeah, very possible. Or just to, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see.
0: Um, I think most no, of those online no. games, they pretty much say, you know, not including the online, you know, can't be held responsible for online stuff. So personally, I wish they just make it mature and then just let it happen, however it happens. But I, you I know in Gleep's you know,
1: we'll virtual marketplace, you could have you know a um, a seedy um, district, you know, where you would go exactly. um, see these uh, these sorts of. Uh, have these sorts of experiences, <laughs> experiences. <laughs> and one last bonus nugget from the churn Mark you know her I know her we both love her Avasarala makes her timeline debut in this book as a spokeswoman for the government appearing on news feeds yes wow that and $4.75 will get you a venti dirty chai latte with soy lucky us yeah God. I, I, I can't get enough of her She's hilarious. Oh, she's she is the best. She is.
0: Oh my God, she's so good. She's and her. and okay, right, Well, though. Her and Amos. Yeah. Together, best combination ever. I mean, the times <laughs> when they meet and they talk,
1: I cannot read fast enough. So good. Oh, it's it is so good. So good. It is so good. Yes. Yes. I. Um, yeah. All right. Well, um, before we get out of here, let's real quick talk about um, we've got a new member over on the website. His name, or his or her name, is Mad Thom, M A D D T H O M. And yes, of course, it wouldn't. Uh, Maybe it was it Mad Tom. Be, uh, another.
0: Huh? Maybe it's Mad Tom. I
1: think the the et- the etch is. Yeah, uh... some
0: people do the silent etch. Mm. Or H.
1: Okay, Mad Tom. As it pleases you. What, what is, what is, what's his name always say to Avasarala? Um, uh, if you say so. <laughs> if, you say, if you say so. If you say so. Yes, ma'am. If you say so. All right. And then there's Bob. Yes, that's right. Uncompromising, enterprising, anything but tranquilizing. Right on, Bob. The dinosaur. Still too many friends. Please go to engine.com. They are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That is E N J I N dot com. Make sure to check out Star Citizen The Base Radio at thebase.sc where you can find rebroadcasts of our shows happening throughout the week. Go to INN and learn things. It can be found at imperialnews.network. You can reach us. You can reach the show. You can reach the podcast. You can email us. That address is comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are at versecast. Be sure to use the hashtag TGWS to join our org. You still have to go to robertsspaceindustries.com slash org slash versecast. You can do the spectrum. All the kids are doing it. It is found at roberts.spaceindustries.com/spectrum/community/versecast slash on Steam. We are those guys with ships and do be sure to check out our Star Citizen gaming community website. It is versecast.org. Now give me my phone back. You see, now we we didn't get to the thing that that would make sense. Oh, I had I had a really good Bill Paxton, Bull Pullman joke. Oh, and then. I, I tied the in bills? Lost Highway by David Lynch with Robert Blake.
0: Wow. We really missed There was a great scene. We did. But, well, don't tell. it. Don't okay. give it all away. We can use it next time,
1: and people will understand. They'll they'll listen to it again. <laughs> we're worth we're listening to it twice. <laughs> I don't understand it now. My name is Gleep, and all my contact information is in the show notes, Mark. Uh, My name is Mark. You can reach me at mark at
0: versecast.org. See, I put that first this time. Or madcow1001 (laughs) at gmail.com. Either one I'll answer or not, depending on how I'm feeling that day. Uh, Mm -hmm. Today, I would like to tell you that we are brought to you by the Remores. That's right. It's a big Whoa. giant, it's a big giant, uh, kind of segmented wormy thing with feet living in the cold areas in the Isles of. <laughs> in, in uh, actually, it's, uh, I want to say in the, what, Forgotten Realms was in, um, oh man, what, like the Icewind Dale area, I believe. But anyway, uh, colder. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have a very, very hot backside though. They got that. Ooh. They got that toasty booty, gents Gotta keep away from that bad boy Because that'll melt you. <laughs> Too hot well, to handle if, if you gotta be sponsored by something Why not a giant, hot-bodied space worm Wait, not space That's worm? what I'm saying <laughs> I can't help it I make, Ace isn't here to do it, I've gotta give you something By the way, it's huge, it's monstrosity It's unaligned, no alignment here, gents uh you're going to roll a whole lot of d12s to find out it's hit points. There you go.
1: <laughs> Until next time, then. We are those guys with ships, and this has been the first guest. See you guys. Dun, dun. See ya! Dun, 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 dun. So, um, I'm looking back here. Oh. What's we'll your two kittens? How they doing? <laughs> They're, doing good. They're doing good! They're, um... Uh, They've been fed, so they immediately lost interest in me after that.
0: That sounds about right.